Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. Today's podcast is in response to a comment I got on my last podcast, the one about how people say totally inappropriate things to strangers online. Someone made an excuse for them. Which is pretty much what people, especially feminine-identified people, but all genders to some extent, are trained to do. Excuse poor behavior, accept it when people treat you and others badly, and don't make waves. In many cases, that's good advice, in issues of safety, for example. However, I think it's also important to examine and understand just what we are defending and whether it's really valid. Yes, (laughs) they really do know the difference. Recently, I wrote about those people who message others on kinky dating and other sites, and instead of introducing themselves, start with something a bit more advanced. Hi, can we be friends? Hi, could I be your slave? Hello, do you need someone to worship you? I will lick you head to toe. And a favorite I didn't add last time? Down on your knees, slut, and take this big... Smack my damn head. Anyway, I had a bit of fun with it, and someone chided me for it, saying that if they were one of the awkward people who sent messages like this, that they wouldn't feel good reading that writing. I responded that they're not supposed to feel good about that behavior. They're supposed to realize that getting messages like that feels icky to most people, and that it's unlikely to get them what they want if what they want is a genuine connection. I don't write to coddle people who make others uncomfortable. I write to share a viewpoint and give them tools and ideas on doing, and more importantly, being better. I had more to say at the time, but it inspired this post, so I saved it until I could organize my thoughts. Yes, there are people with different brains who literally go from zero to 60 without an ability to slow down and who simply cannot understand that they are making people uncomfortable and couldn't change that even if they wanted to. They are the same offline as they are on and their life is probably challenged because of it. I understand that. I'm guessing... Those people, though, make up less than 0.01% of the people I've received those kinds of messages from online. Because most of these people do know how to interact with people they don't know. They do it every day, online and off. They introduce themselves. They say, hello. And they don't launch into a three-page erotic story about what they would do to me if I were in the hospital in traction with casts covering all of me, except the important parts they wanted to fondle and touch while I was helpless to do anything. Yes, in case you're wondering, that did really happen. And things like it have happened often enough that I'm never surprised anymore. Offline, They know that it's impolite and will get a negative reaction to immediately launch into whatever sexual actions they're thinking about taking without consent. Online, though, it's different. Because while they might get a negative reaction, 
It's just words on a screen. They don't even have to look their target in the eye. They certainly don't have to worry about being slapped or that their humiliation will be seen by others. And these people do know the difference, and they use that difference to be something slimy and weird on purpose. No, they don't think of it that way. Well, maybe most of them don't. In fact, they probably don't consciously think of it at all. They just do whatever comes naturally, whatever they want to do. And that is the issue that I'm pointing out when I write about these behaviors. In another recent writing about putting yourself first, the idea of selfishness came up. And I noted that in my mind, selfishness is not inherently bad. It's all dependent on the person. If the person is inconsiderate and mean and petty, their selfishness will affect others around them negatively. If someone is thoughtful and cares about others and loves to see others happy, their selfishness will affect others positively. So when people do whatever they want online because they feel anonymous, they are showing you exactly how they think, who they are. They are acting without filters. And they do know how to filter. They do it every day. Many of the people I've talked to who start out like that run businesses, are successful, and have friends. They know how to engage with people. They choose to turn that off. Let's look at a few examples. Unfiltered behavior. Sees a picture of a hot, insert whatever gender here, and does a virtual feel-up by specifically focusing on what they would like to do to a body part. Filtered behavior. Sees a photo of their boss, who they find incredibly hot and sexually attractive, on the company internet and responds with, It looks like you were having fun. How was vacation? Unfiltered behavior. Sends a first message to someone on FetLife that they want to fuck, detailing the exact kinky scene they would like to have, starring the stranger without their consent. Filtered behavior. Sends a first message to someone on Match that they would want to date and say, Hi there. I notice we have a lot in common. I also love collecting used band-aids from deserted parking lots. I find you very attractive and would love to get to know you better. Unfiltered behavior. See someone post to a group about a particular thing that they're interested in, like pegging or spanking. Follows up there on the public board saying, you can, insert whatever here, to me any day. Filtered behavior. Overhears someone talking about a particular thing that they are interested in, like pegging or spanking. Follows up by introducing themselves later, in person or by message, and seeing how they get along before bringing it up. Or, alternatively, follows up by introducing themselves later, in person or by message, and says, I overheard you talking about loving, insert whatever here, and I was wondering if I could ask you a few questions. They know how to interact and engage as humans. Hell, some of them are married and deacons or group leaders in their church youth groups, and none of their friends or family know that they are freaky at all. However, they get online and they think that because they're on a kink site, however, they get online and they think that because they're on a kink site, everyone must want sex from them 
or their fetish from them or whatever. And they blurt it out to anyone without considering that people are people everywhere, online and off, just like them. And as a final note, let me just point out that every single one of the people I'm referring to would be able to grok exactly what is not appropriate behavior were that done to them by someone they didn't want that from. What are your thoughts? Am I right? Am I way off base? Am I being too mean or maybe not mean enough? Are you willing to share your own experiences and ideas on this topic? Thank you for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me at datingkinky.com and on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. And please do join me at Dating Kinky and on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. We're built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and we're free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We're on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.